the gods wanted this to happen. Black and indigenous people are owed healing. It is the beginning, I believe, the conception of reweaving our relationships with each other. Hey everybody, it's Ned Buskirk. Yeah, sorry I've been so quiet, but it's just been required. And I'm not going to talk too much, actually, now that I'm back. I'm going to try not to. I'm reserving this episode for my guest, Sofia Aguinaga, and her work leading We Are Tomorrow's Ancestors, the newest branch of You're Going to Die, a event series for black and indigenous community and the kickoff inaugural event is Thursday and more event series to come after that but last night Sophia and I had a IG live conversation and I wanted to pull the audio from that and share it with you on the podcast since we started this thing up might as well use it and it's been okay to be quiet it's been needed And I think you'll understand why, if you don't already, when you listen to my conversation with Sophia. Uh, You'll understand why we've kind of quieted down here at YG2D with our events and our programming and social media and all that. But we're still here, figuring it out one day at a time like you. So take a listen to this interview with Sophia. And you can check out the website for We Are Tomorrow's Ancestors at tomorrowsancestors.com. Please check that out. Share the event with your black and indigenous community. And this episode will explain if you are white and uh, non-black, non-indigenous, what you can do to participate. Uh, But if you're black and indigenous, we hope you can be there Thursday. Super special event Sophia's created and uh, still in the works, but it's happening. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's nice to be back. Uh, Hopefully you'll hear more from me soon here at You're Going to Die, the podcast. And uh, keep staying connected. Keep following us on social media. Keep your eyes out for our events. We're still here. We'll still keep rolling things out. But this is Ned Buskirk talking with Sophia Aguinaga. On IG Live, a little audio from that conversation last night. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, Sophia. Hey, Ned. How's it doing? <laughs> I'm good. This is so ridiculous. It's a little it. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, like, we've been working on this thing or we've been supporting you working on this thing. And we've talked about this already that we've not seen each other at all. And this is like the weird ways that we get to hang out. Uh, totally. when we're doing yeah. this, <laughs> all right, well, let's do it. Um, I'm here well, hi everybody. Those of you joining us, um, we're just going to have a little talk uh, about we are tomorrow's ancestors and, um, we'll get into, get into all that. If you follow, you're going to die. You know that we are a 501c3 nonprofit and have been doing events and, um, nonprofit programming for years, uh, in the Bay area and wherever else we can go. And um, 
Sophia and I met years ago when I was doing uh, one of the open mics called You're Going to Die Poetry, Prose, and Everything Goes, which is kind of the heart of You're Going to Die, maybe like the origin of it. And um, so Sophia and I know each other through that intimate space. That's kind of the beginning. It's a place where you can come and share your grief and heartbreak and, you know, the hardest parts of being mortal, but like your creative output. And um, Sophia came and shared her words and poetry and um, some of her personal story. And I'll let her explain all that as much as she wants to. But I did want to kind of go back to that part, Sophia, so people know sort of maybe the origin of you and I meeting each other, at least like who you are as a person and, and how you found you're going to die. So maybe we could just start there. Does that feel okay? Yeah, that feels great. Um, you know, I can't remember precisely who or how, like what the proper introduction to you're going to die was though. I remember the moment um, that I was introduced to it. And I remember it because I was in, it was probably about two years before my best friend, um, love of my life, passed away from cystic fibrosis. And I remember finding out about it and having this interesting sensation of like, the gods wanted this to happen. Like, it just felt like there was just so much synchronicity in it. And, you know, over the course of those next two years, I came, shared, found such an immense sort of web of connectivity and and safety and holding in, in You're Going to Die. Um, I was able to, you know, sometimes I, I would definitely like maybe perform more properly, right? And then other times I would get up on stage and be like, my best friend is in the process of passing and I just want to talk to you guys about it. I'm just going to say stuff, you know, and having that space was transformative for me in a lot of different ways. I mean, one, I've always had this openness to talking about mortality and sort of facing it. And it's part of my own sort of spiritual practice and daily practice of understanding death as or mortality as a friend as something that's inspiring that says, you know, you're going to die. So like, what could you possibly be ashamed of? What is there to be afraid of? Right? Like I'm going to die. And so are you. So like, if I do or say something stupid or embarrassing, it doesn't really matter. Like I'm going to give it a shot, you know, I'm going to be my most, most authentic self. And so there was a really beautiful space of sort of opening to that with people. Whereas normally most people kind of, you know, contract around around death as a topic um you know or shy away from it or feel it's much more private um and so that was also really beautiful um and of course you're going to die in in many ways sort of helped carry me through the process of leading up to my my dear friend's death and and afterward um yeah and i've yeah i've felt so such a such a lovely connection to you since yeah the very beginning of all that yeah yeah i know i feel that too um and 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 i think not not it's not a way to like nod you're going to die to start there it's a way i yeah. think that that acknowledges the natural um unfolding of of the relationships and friendships that that get connected mm-hmm. and community that gets created and knowing that <clears throat> part of why we're talking right now and why we're we're talking about we are tomorrow's ancestors, you know, is because of 
being able to have a moment of acknowledgement, not even just as like a friend or a fellow creative, but as someone, I think you and I sort of our versions of, which is, is the type of person that wants to like, look these things in the face and look each other in the face and just like be real and honest and vulnerable and open about those truths and the heartbreak and the hard parts of being mortal, but, but also like the joy and inspiration and creative output and like getting to fucking like get that stuff out too. And, and I remember you getting up and sharing. And so the through line of that to being able to talk now about what you're working on and leading with, um, we are tomorrow's ancestors. Like it's all really intimately connected and matters a lot to me to say that that's, that's, that this is a part of the story. It's not a, it's never with anyone that I get to work in this organization with like a, this person came out of nowhere and we were like, well, let's teach you about what we do. It's like you knew, you yeah. know, you loved it, you used it, you showed up. And so yeah. it felt normal, you know, jump years later after first meeting. Um, and after, you know, even maybe six months to nine months of trying to meet up outside of shows <laughs> and be like, can we just talk and right. hang out too? And like <laughs> be friends and explore that. Um, that, that after George Floyd got, murdered and the protests and sort of the um the space we knew we wanted to offer right away you were one of the people i reached out to 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 um create that and that was with you're going to die presents you are not alone which was a totally black curated event and and you said yes being one of the first people i asked and and all the people i asked to be a part of that were friends that know you're going to die and 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 you were no exception and so after we created that night, knowing, I think that at least really feeling it important that it's not a one-off occurrence, not that we need to do a, create that event again. I left that event almost within 24 hours and, and, and knew the next thing I needed to do was kind of reach out to you and, and not knowing what, and, and, and you can speak to probably the other side of, <laughs> of saying yes or no, which is like you not knowing either what, but yeah. there was the like, I want to ask uh, Sophia if she's down to like do this, you know, more officially. And so um, that's, that is kind of like the, the way this got started. And so I wanted to kind of share all that with the listeners and, um, and then like, kind of pick up there and mm-hmm. ask you what that was like to have me come to you and, and, and maybe share like, what did you even, what could you even possibly consider coming through to, you know, we are Tremar's ancestors. What did you know when I asked you and you said, yeah, I'm feeling down. What even parts and pieces existed yet? I mean, this has all come together so fast. You put so much work into this. Uh, Oh my gosh, it's bananas what has materialized over, I mean, I guess technically maybe two months, but it still feels like even shorter than that somehow. Because, you know, when you first came to me, I was like, yeah, I mean, I love the idea of working with you. Full stop. That's literally almost all that I knew in that moment. And I was very open to, as you already know about me, I'm very open to the muse sort of guiding, you know, and, and my internal compass said, say yes. And mm-hmm. so I did. And that space that we gave each other, 
you know, began to organically be filled. Like, and, and, you know, one of the ways that I know something is right for me, like right with a capital R, you know, is, is when you offer it the space, what, what does it fill with? Right. Or does it ever get filled? Cause it might not. Right. There's, I'm sure we both experience like you offer space to something and it's like, there's literally almost nothing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the exact opposite was true in this case where said, yes, the space was there maybe two to three weeks later after some conversations, it was like, okay, yeah, a space for black and indigenous folks specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we want to hold this space? And, you know, immediately, of course, I thought to myself, I guess we could charge for tickets, but that there was something about that that I was like, ah, this doesn't feel right. Right. And again, like it's the internal compass. It's not even, it's not very intellectual of a process. It's like the internal compass sort of guiding and directing and saying, ah, close, but maybe to the left or to the right. And, um, you know, this concept, you know, and, and all of this was happening, of course, like you said, after George Floyd and the racial reckoning, global racial reckoning, we're all experiencing. And there was this calling inside of me that was like, no, this, this ought to be in some capacity connected to reparations. And, you know, diving into that just a little bit more, at least at this point, um, it's impossible to talk about Black and Indigenous death and mortality without also talking about the context that we're in um, and acknowledging how historically, you know, I mean, we we live in a society in a, you know, predominant civilization that is rooted in anti-Black and anti-Indigenous racism. And we can't possibly talk about Black and Indigenous death without talking about that as well. Uh, and And so reparations, you know, felt like this very natural sort of coupling with that conversation, a means to say, we do need the space to have these conversations. We need it to be safe. We need it to be sacred. And it makes a lot of sense that it would be supported by people who have traditionally, that is historically, benefited from anti-Black and anti-Indigenous racism. Um, And so that's kind of how all of that unfolded. And oh my God, you know, just... I can't say enough how grateful I am, one, for the space you've given me to just, like, let this come up and out, which is exactly what's happened. It's just, like, unfolded and kind of exploded, and now there's, like, glitter everywhere, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like it's kind all of this, over. Like, yeah, and it's really lovely. Um, and, too, just how grateful I am for how down to ride the year going through that team has been in saying, okay, that's the vision, like, how do we make it real? Let's talk about it and build it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I appreciate that. And that you've said as much just in our one-on-one calls. And like, I, I want to be real clear for this IG live and that it is recorded and, and a statement <laughs> to share through the podcast and all that, that like all, all, all I can really say that I did is just come to you intuitively, like the same way you describe like that feeling, you know, like the compulsion yeah. And, and cause I sure as fuck couldn't have done this <laughs> and really am not, am, am not supposed to. And, yeah. and, and partly, you know, why early on with the meetings, like I know a little bit about the beginnings of figuring it out, but I think I was on maybe one call early on. And I just knew that the team, I, 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 I do feel the, you know, it's worth acknowledging everybody in the organization, just stopping and saying like, what, what is this? What can we do to support Sophia? You know? Mm. Um, and, uh, 
and sort of letting go of the, I know what to do, you know, or I need yeah. to figure out what to do. And, and really to tell you the truth, like to then I, I, the loss that I felt too. And, and I know that mm-hmm. that put a lot on you and I know that that's a thing. Um, that's why I just want to like switch your acknowledgement back to you and just be like, you know, okay, but you said yes. And, um, this is a powerful offering and just the beginning, I think, which yeah. is a really special thing, I think, to keep in mind as, as this event on Thursday happens and the water fund grows. And so, um, thanks for saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for the sake, for the sake of the glitter that is all over the place, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask a couple questions to kind of bring it into focus, um, for this, this time that we get to talk and for the people that get to listen to this conversation, um, to know kind of what, what it is in a nutshell and what they simply can do. And Mm -hmm. while what's Mm -hmm. so incredible about the work you put into it is that it isn't a glitter explosion. And then like, it's like a beautiful, uh, creation that is manifest in like websites and artwork and all the details and the language. Um, the glitter is like all over the place, but the thing is there. And yeah. it's also a lot because this requires a lot. And we've talked about that and you've talked about it better than I have. And the amount of work you put into the language on the website and the language for the event and the language for the fund, it's all so much. So, um, and worth, by the way, everybody listening, you know, dig into it, go to the website. It's in our profile links, both on We Are Tomorrow's Ancestors and on You're Going to Die. Um, just go into the profile link, click on that. It's the portal. And that's kind of where I guess I'd like to start, which is mm-hmm. that simple access point and, um, and then shoot in the directions that make sense from there. Um, yeah. And uh, I think we talked about that already. But, but the portal, yeah, that's what I kind of want to bring the focus in first and maybe take the white, non-black, non-indigenous um, uh, um, person of color route and, and explain what that is. And then we'll go to back to black and indigenous and what the event it, you're hoping the event and the event series can be starting Thursday. So mm-hmm. that's my, that's my big, big way of asking a question to keep things simple, my very complicated way. Yeah. All right. What's the Got portal? It. I, I What's um, the portal? All right. Yeah. The portal is, it is effectively the entry point to WADA and, and WADA in, in my own understanding is like you go through the portal and on the other <laughs> side, you enter this realm where we are, we are, radically reconceiving community and justice um, in a way that offers us, regardless of identity construct, an opportunity to heal and to work with what we've inherited through our lineage, through our ancestors, um, to acknowledge with clarity the work that's in front of us today in relationship to Black and Indigenous mortality and death. Um, And so... If you're white or non-black, non-indigenous person of color, um, these are two groups of people or, or, you know, and, and, and I'll just say before we even get started, like it is, it's difficult to be talking about people in such broad strokes like this and, and just want to fully acknowledge like 
the undeniable intersectionality of everybody's, you know, identity constructs and how important and nuanced and complex all of that is. And, um, you know, history has led us in these certain directions that have had impacts on, on people in sort of you know, larger, broader strokes. And, and so that's kind of how we're thinking and talking about it or, or why we're using some of this language. And so white or non-black, non-indigenous person of color, these are, these are peoples who have in various capacities, some certainly more than others, and there's certainly a gradient there, but have, you know, benefited from anti-Black and anti-Indigenous racism. Um, you know, some some folks have, like, invented and intentionally perpetuated it, right? I mean, there's kind of, like I said, there's layers to it for sure. Um, and so if you go through the portal in that direction, you're invited to partner with what is called the WADA Fund. The WADA Fund is a, a community practice of reparations and non-optical allyship. It says... What is your relationship specifically based on your own ancestry and lineage, your relationship to Black and Indigenous death and mortality, um, and how ought you relate to that? What is what is the opportunity here? Once we kind of acknowledge like what that relationship is, what is the opportunity? And we acknowledge, I think, if we're, if we're very honest with ourselves, which is not always easy to do, but if we are um, able to meet that point, we acknowledge that in many ways there have been great debts that have been incurred. You and I right now are on native land. The same is true for anyone in America, as far as I can tell, right? And so, you know, there's so many layers there on top of it. Effectively, every cent circulating in America today can be traced back to slavery. Um, there's literally no one especially in America, but I would, you know, argue both anti-Black and anti-Indigenous racism are globalized. And so, you know, a lot of people around the world are facing very similar experiences. Um, and so as we acknowledge that sort of debt that's been incurred, whether it was through our ancestors or through, you know, our own actions today, and I think oftentimes it's a combination of both, um, intentionally or otherwise, there's an opportunity to do some healing there. The WADA Fund is an invitation. It's an opportunity for folks, um, white and non-Black, non-Indigenous folks, to do multidimensional healing and addressing of that debt that's been incurred. It's an opportunity to, um, it, is a, it is a material transaction, and it's multidimensional. Um, what we're looking at is, you know, becoming a WADA Fund partner is effectively saying, I believe that black and indigenous people deserve to heal. And, and, and we can even take away the deserving. I believe black and indigenous people are owed healing. And we are. And, and, and I think, you know, I get chills even saying that because we are, it is owed to us. The amount of suffering and strife that we faced and still do face today is innumerable, right? Like it's, it's, it's not quantifiable. And there's opportunities to bring quantity and materials and resources to it. And, and in doing that, it is the beginning, I believe, the conception of reweaving our relationships with each other. It is our opportunity to begin to heal what in our ancestry has been incredibly broken, um, incredibly destructive, incredibly detrimental, frankly, to all of us, right? There's no, I don't think there's anyone on any side of this, um, you know, that hasn't been harmed and traumatized by these relationships. And so 
it's the conception of that, or perhaps the deepening of it. There are some people who already do engage in a practice of reparations um, and kind of understand it in a more holistic capacity, like what I'm describing, and those who, you know, might be beginning for the very first time. Yeah. So that's that part, yeah. <laughs> the portion of the portal. <laughs> yeah. Although it's um, just like, it shouldn't be easy. No, no, it, should, it shouldn't be easy. And it also really avoids being simple and yeah. it's nice i guess that's what's so wonderful at asking about the portals you can put that much to it i have so many questions in so many ways that i could like take this conversation and we definitely committed to a half hour it's like there's just no way <laughs> i know and, like we're just bananas, gonna have to keep right? talking we're gonna keep doing it you know yeah. like we'll do a bigger podcast episode we'll talk yeah. about different parts in the future like we'll do that but yeah for the sake of this conversation um, I think it's great because it acknowledges how much there is and how much there is yeah. to learn. And that's what I felt about this, which is another acknowledgement of you and, and, and expression of my gratitude. Mm. You know, it's like, this has been a learning process for me and it will be, it will continue to be. But like, if, if the listener is feeling like, wow, that's a lot, it is inspiring. There are chills. Also, there's a lot of questions. The right. website is great for exploring that. There's a lot of information there. Sophia has done so much work and and uh, so it's worth going through all that to deepen your understanding of the parts this conversation just barely like touching on right. and uh, and clearly like exploring this more beyond what uh, we are tomorrow's ancestors offering. And mm -hmm. um, but for those of you that are white, uh, non-black, non-indigenous people of color, you can go to the link that's in the profile and that will take you through the next steps. It's real. That part yeah. is what's wonderful. It can be all of this and just be the tip of the iceberg listening to <laughs> Sophia and just knowing like, God, I should say something there or I got to ask a question there and knowing that I just have to let it go for now. Yeah. Um, and that people can just go to the, that link and s start to see it. You know, right. I mean, you just like, it's not complicated once you, you say, yes, okay, I, I'm in, I'm in like, let me, yeah. let me do the thing. Yeah. And, you know, I will say, certainly we can talk about the underlying philosophy and concepts all day. And I think it's obvious that I probably veer in that direction. Um, and it could be as easy as this, right? The question is, do you believe Black and Indigenous people are owed healing? Yeah. Right? And if yeah. yes, this is one opportunity to genuinely contribute to that in a way that does not center white and non-Black, non indigenous people of colors money and and identities in the narrative of black and indigenous healing and creativity and prosperity um yeah. which is kind of where the non-optical piece comes in um so yeah if you believe that's true get into it you know yeah. it could really be that easy yeah yeah <laughs> I, I do think it is the yes you know that's what's yeah. easy what the fuck like what are you gonna do yeah. like do you want to take care of other people do you want to take care of black and indigenous people that's why this feels yeah. like the folding in or exploding forth um from you're going to die is this commitment to you know the mission of showing up for others showing up for community like believing that the meaning of life is taking care of each other so like yeah. do you say yes to that keep learning but through the yes, like let the yes yeah. lead the learning, you know, okay. and that's what I feel like, uh, well, whatever, whatever I feel like that. So that's the action that can yeah. be taken. Um, and then, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at my notes that I scribbled down before we talk and I want to make sure this, cause I think you've touched on everything 
that we wanted to cover here, except for what this space is Thursday, yeah, what you hope it to be, and also what the series can be moving forward. I mean, down to the details of that it'll be an open mic or at least you know, back and forth between an open mic space and more curated events or curated artists. But Mm -hmm. more importantly, like what's the intention of the space? I know you talked a little bit about that, but I do think that's important because a couple of reasons why speaking from white male perspective, white male organization, like run by white male um, Mm -hmm. over all these years, the realization over the last six months that no matter how much I want to create space where more diversity is occurring, where more black and indigenous people are showing up to share their stories and heartbreak. The reality is it is a a space created by a white male. And Mm -hmm. so part of that is something we talked about early on that you're going to die. You know, I think there was this conflict around like naming something that and knowing that it's addressing a community of people that might have a different relationship to death or likely definitely do have a different relationship to conversation of death um, than most white people that you're going to die, you know, is populated by the shows and the followers online. And so um, I guess that is my, again, super long run on sentence question for what is this space? We are tomorrow's ancestors. What do you hope it offers to the black and indigenous community? Sure. So yeah, I guess that points us to the other direction in the portal, which is if you're Black and Indigenous, kind of go this direction. And where that takes you is to a sacred space for Black and Indigenous people specifically, explicitly, to commune around concepts like mortality, ancestry, and what it means to affirm our lives in this present day context. And, and sort of begs the question of, you know, if we are tomorrow's ancestors... What does that mean about how we ought to be living? Um, and and so it's going to be this the this upcoming inaugural event is going to be. I'm so excited about it for so many reasons. Yes, I, tell like, me I, why. Like it's super bananas that we have Adrian Marie Brown uh, yes. joining us for it. It's bananas that we have James Jones, a.k.a. Notorious Cree, uh, joining us for it. Yes. Uh, we have Coyote Woman. We've had Nicole Washington. I mean, just like, it's been just like this, oh, my God, this, like, amalgam of Black Indigenous creativity just coming together to create this thing over yeah. the last few weeks. We have Nina Gray, Angela Hennessy. I mean, it's just like, and that's not even everybody, which is wild to think about. Um, yeah. I'm excited about it for that reason, because in in one context, like this is an opportunity for the black and indigenous community to like express its creativity. Like, like, let's get that fucking glitter everywhere. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Let's get it all over the place. Um, Definitely. And it feels like that's what's happening. Um, I'm also excited because it is our, you know, it's our first event. It's our opportunity to introduce ourselves as a community to each other and explore what this space can become and what it can be. Um, it's very much so intended, this this first event is going to be intended to take us deeper into these concepts of ancestry, um, take us deeper into concepts of mortality and, and how that fuels our day-to-day interactions with, you know, the external world and even, you know, ourselves. Um, how does it, how is that, you know, how are these concepts sort of reflected in personal practice, et cetera? Um, we're going to be talking with, you know, um, two people who have a really intimate connection with their own ancestry and have gone through 
various struggles and barriers to even find that connection, right? Because in so many ways, especially for Black and Indigenous people, that ancestry has been sort of taken from us, right? Um, This is an opportunity, I think, in a large capacity to reclaim it, if we haven't already, or to deepen that reclamation. It's an opportunity as well for Black and Indigenous people to build on the historical solidarity that we have as freedom fighters. And, And, you know, being the most direct targets of systemic racism or the most intentional and direct targets, um, which is also very exciting. And it's an opportunity as well for us to continue like expressing ourselves in a way that heals some of the trauma that's been inflicted upon us. And, you know, the event is free for attendees, which is very intentional. It's to say, you don't have to pay for your healing you don't have to pay for the harm that's been caused to you. Um, you are owed this. You deserve it. You are worth this. Um, there's so many layers I could go on, you know, like I feel I like crying even saying it. It's yeah. Black and Indigenous people are worth healing. They are owed healing. And I think there's an ener- energetic element that I hope people can feel into knowing that it's being supported by people who have historically benefited from our oppression, um, that there is a healing, even in that dynamic and that relationship. Um, it's very tender. And, and I know when we talk about money, it can feel a little bit, um, abrasive or it can feel a little bit, um, hard, but it's an actual, it's actually a very, very tender relationship. Mm. Um, and I'm excited to see that unfold and, and to grow because in some capacities, you know, I, I, I'm excited for the eventuality of the series. So this first one yeah. is more dialogue oriented. It's very much so sort of like fireside chat almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and the following event um, or events thereafter will be open mic sessions where the community is the, the central focus and everybody, you know, gets an opportunity to share whether kind of like you said, you know, poetry, prose, everything goes, it could be dance, it could be, um, you know, spoken word, it could be music, it could be visual art. Hell, you know, there's, there's not really a cap on it. Um, And again, it could be, if you just want to, if you just want to be witnessed, you know, which is one of the most healing things I've experienced in these spaces is, just witness me, um, yeah. you know, in this grief or, or celebration or whatever it happens to be. Um, so, and then finally, I'm excited too for, you know, eventually what I think will be sort of concert-like, um, mm-hmm. you know, events that are, that are more focused on sort of featured artists, either, you know, one or two um, or, or something a little bit more like a concert. Yeah. Yeah. I love the curated, the curated experience and, um, all of it sounds exciting and, um, I wish I could be at all of it as well, but, uh, (laughs) that's just what I'll feel Thursday is just the chills and the like vibes and the healing. Um, uh, that, that, that I'm our, I generally already imagine Thursday night, um, sitting and like being in what's happening for you and for the community and for the artists. Um, so, uh, thank you. Um, this feels like just like a, 
crazy that how quickly a half hour can go by. But, it's bananas um, quick, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and with this, just, I mean, we 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 joke, listeners. It's like when Sophie and I want to like get on a talk for three <laughs> minutes. It's like, I'm sorry, like times that by thirty. Um, three hours we later, just, we're we, like, we, okay, it, really got to get going. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. I mean, we there's like talking so to each other. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. but there's also just a lot going on around all this so yeah um thank you sophia thanks for all you do and for the ways that it's making making me better and making our organization better and and um like maybe like better is not the right word maybe it's like healing or maybe it's like maybe that's the word because that's i feel like there is a version of the things you're describing that can happen on thursday night that you've also addressed can happen for all the community. Um, and I think that's your offering. I think that's the heart of this. And, um, and yeah, it is like connected to mortality and it is making space for grief and it is connected to ancestry, but like, it's like you say, it's like, we are all ancestors. This is all our work. This is all our work of reparations for our ancestors Mm -hmm. and it's our reparation for them, but it's also like our work of becoming you know, ancestors and like, who will we be? What will our legacy be? What will we leave behind? What will our spirits represent um, from how we live this life now? And so thank you for um, letting me do that a little bit more with this and with you and, and for this um, unfolding. I mean, it's, it is nuts and crazy what you've accomplished in this, the time that you've had And, uh, but I do want to come back to that. This is just the beginning. And I feel like most excited about that. So is there anything, let's see, everybody click your links in the, um, all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, there's posts all over the place, but in the profile on Instagram, um, you can get into the portal. Uh, you can do that through, we are tomorrow's ancestors too. Um, you can go to tomorrow's ancestors.com. Um, you can follow We Are Tomorrow's Ancestors on Facebook, on Instagram. I mean, the stuff's posting like mad all over. All over. Yeah, yeah, you can follow we've me. Done you so can much follow posting. You're going to die. Yes. Like, any and all of these. Please do. Yeah. Please do, you guys. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll be talking more, y'all. So uh, thanks, Sophia. Did I forget Thank anything? Uh, no, I think we covered it. Um, what did we do then? 36 minutes. I was going to say, darn close. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love you. Thank you. I love you too, Ned. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. You're Going to Die, the podcast, is made possible with a grant from the Peck Foundation and listeners like you. If you'd like to support the podcast and more of what You're Going to Die is up to in the world, just go to www.yg2d.com and click donate.